Hello everyone and welcome to the Guidelines for Life podcast. I'm your host Dakota Tosh and today's episode is all about relationships, how to get a boyfriend and that honeymoon phase. If there are things that you want to learn about, then keep on listening. Hello everyone and welcome. This is the third episode and don't worry everyone, I know that I said how to get a boyfriend and all that stuff at the start, but there is something for everyone in this episode. So no matter your gender, no matter who you are, I can guarantee you'll get something out of this episode. Now, this is this is a really, really large and broad topic. So before I go in, I want you to, I want you to know that I am not again. I am not a love therapist. I this is all just based off things I've read, things I've heard on podcasts, things I've experienced and learned throughout my twenty years on this earth. Of course, this is such a broad topic, so there probably will be a couple more episodes on just relationships and love as well. But this is just kind of a little starter, a little tree branch into what I know about love. <laughs> Hopefully that makes sense some somehow. Anyway, before I jump in, I just want to quickly say thank you so much to everyone that's been listening to my second episode and and let me know how much you liked it. I was so stressed out about that episode. Um, so thank you so much if you listen to that and thank you so much if you're listening to this one. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at guidelines for life. You can also follow my personal account if you want. That's where I post stuff as well. It's, um, Dakota underscore Tosh. So yeah, enough with the plugs, enough with the rambling. Let's just jump straight into this topic. So, you know, I know I said how to get a boyfriend and to be completely honest, there is no answer on how to get a boyfriend. Your partner will come to you. When you literally least expect it, there's no step-by-step guide to how to get a boyfriend, how to get a partner, etc., etc. Trust me, I got into this my relationship now when the last thing I wanted was a relationship. I just got out of one, and I was just on this on this war path. I was on this hot girl summer. I was like, I'm not getting in a relationship, and then there he was, hit me like a ton of bricks, and now I'm happy and <laughs> in a relationship. But that doesn't necessarily mean you need a relationship to be happy. And that's what I need to stress. So first I want to talk about how much people shame single people. Dude, like if you're single in this day and age, go fucking you, honestly, go you. Because it is so, oh, there's nothing worse. I hate them when you're in a, you're single and someone, someone like a member of your family or someone who just met you. And they're just like, Oh, like if you got a boyfriend or a, a girlfriend or a partner and then you're like, Oh no. I'm like, Oh, don't worry, you'll find someone. Like, excuse me, Sharon. Why did you just why did you just assume that I wanted one in the first place? What if I'm what if I'm doing me? What if I'm having that old girl summer? I never ever say that to single people. I'm just like, you know what? You do you, go you, yes, queen. And I also think right now relationships are just seem to be trending. I don't know what it is. All over TikTok and Instagram, there's always these happy couples taking photos and everything together. And I think it's probably making people feel a lot worse about themselves in terms of relationships and honestly like everything you see on the internet is not how it is in real life. I've I've seen couples that post about the significant other and how much they love them and how much they're they're in love and they'll do anything for them and then I will go and like and then I'll go in on, on a night out and I'll see how they act to each other. I'm like it's so crazy how you put on this facade and pretend that you guys are happy and in love when you're literally Whenever you just go out, you're at each other's throat. I don't know. It's just something I, I used to see all the time when I was younger and single, and it made me be like, oh, yuck. Who would ever want to do that to themselves? <laughs> Another thing I want to stress is if someone was interested in you, you know, if if he wanted to, he would. 
and I cannot stress that enough. You know, I actually did a poll, like questionnaire sort of thing, and sent it to all my guy friends um, and just a few people that I go to school with and whatever. Just it's just a it's just a male based questionnaire, and I just want to say I don't mean to isolate anybody. Um, in the community, you know, if you, you like who you like and, and that's that. But this is just this is just going to be a broad topic and because it relates to my life um, as a straight female. So I kind of just want to give those answers to those women who need the answers about the guys and even guys who want answers about guys. So, yeah, I did this, I did this questionnaire, sent it around, and I've got some statistics and everything. I just did my own little research, which I was actually really excited and, 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 and was stoked to be doing. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into that later, all those statistics and, and and all that stuff. But yeah, I don't want to lose you too too early in the podcast. But yeah, so if he wanted to, he would. That's all I want to say. When people are like he doesn't text me back, he doesn't text me back. Trust me, I my last relationship, you know, I was like very very eager. I've been in relationships where I've been really eager and and, and putting in a hundred percent and putting in like a hundred twenty percent. You know, I was always picking up their slack. And it wasn't until my latest relationship right now that I realized that. If someone wants you, they will make an effort. If someone is ghosting, if someone's not replying to you, and I know it's so hard, but it is the harsh reality that we live in, that if they wanted to, they would. If they wanted to come over, they would. If they wanted to go out to dinner, they would. Okay, so stop sticking your neck out for people who are not giving you 100% back. Hopefully that wasn't too harsh, but I just want to say, like, stop, stop wasting time, stop giving toxic people and giving and, and even just people who aren't interested. Some people just, you're always in different stages of your life. There's no one you'll meet that where you're both at the same stage ever. So I wanted to jump into more of the relationship sort of side of stuff. And I just want to talk about kind of the five relationship must that I see as one of the biggest, the biggest five things in a relationship that needs to work. And I will definitely, I will go into detail in them. So first off is, and I know this is going to be a big one, so you're obviously like, oh, duh, Dakota, like, could you be more obvious? But trust. Okay, so the the five that I've got are trust, honesty, compromise, um, attention, and loyalty. Now I will, you know, I will get into those, but trust. I know this is one of the biggest, and loyalty also falls under this kind of, but learning to trust, and, and you know, if, if someone if someone loves you, they will not hurt you. You know, I get these people who who are like, oh, he cheated on me, but he loves me. Dude, if you were so in love with someone, the thought, like right now I'm in this stage, I don't know if you get this in a relationship, but when you're in love with someone and then you see another male species, you literally, like, I'm not attracted to them. I'm just like, man, another guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, and, and if someone loves you, they will not hurt you, you know, and, and no, there's no excuse for cheating. There's no excuse for breaking trust. And trust is one of the, the major things you need to give. And this is also like a space sort of thing. Like I, you know, you've got to give your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your partner space, right? And I know it's hard because some people are trained from past relationship not to trust their other, significant other. And which sucks, and you know, it is really hard to break out of that, but you need to give them and give them reasons to trust you until they do. I know it can be hard, and you might think, oh, what if they do this, and what if they do this? But honestly, I just live one way, and it's if they break my trust, that's it. That's how I have always been. You know, if if someone breaks my trust, goes behind my back, that's it. You know, I don't give second chances. I mean, there are very few cases where I have, but it's very, very unlikely for me to accept someone back into my life once they've done me over and that's just how I am that's the that's the beat in me so yeah um we'll jump into the next one which is honesty now 
honesty and trust, I guess, kind of go together. But being honest with your partner and not pretending to be fine. You know, all females do it. They pretend they're fine and then it, it bottles up and it bottles up and, you know, and it's just so important. And when he looks at me and he's like, are you fine? You know, sometimes I just can't be bothered. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to ruin this or I don't want to do this. So I push it down. I'm like, don't even worry about it. Like, I'm fine. I'm fine. But eventually he just looks at me and I'm just like, okay. And I just tell him what's wrong. And then and then we move past it together. There's no, there's no holding it back. There's no being like, oh, what's wrong? You know, and then it's out in the open, it's honest, and then there's no assuming and making things up in your head. And I just find that so, so good for us in our relationship and, and just even my mental state as well. So, you know, you need to just be honest. Um, and if you mess up, just tell them and be honest if you want time alone, if you want just, just being honest and, and communicating with your partner. And if they're doing something you don't like, tell them. Don't, don't push it aside because eventually it all bottles up. And you're going to be sitting there and it's just going to come out one day. And then there's a million other things that are going to come out with you. And then everything's just going to go downhill. Obviously, that's a big extreme case. But just remember, it's just you and your partner in the relationship. So just be honest, talk to each other, and just don't let outside influences in. Oh, you know, I might be a bit of a hypocrite. Sometimes sometimes I'm not honest because I sometimes I like to give people just... You know, I don't, I don't want to hurt their feelings. And I should stop feeling that way. But sometimes I'm... I just try and I'm just like, you know what, if I, sometimes honesty is not the best policy, but most of the time it is. So give honesty a go and see how that helps your relationship. Another thing is the third one is attention. Um, and this is, this is very broad again and attention, you know, re research has actually shown that most relationships lack a balance of attention and alone time and attention, you know, cheating is always, the reason for cheating is always they feel alone. They feel lonely. They seek attention from someone else. They, they seek validation. You know, you need to give your partner the equivalent time for attention and alone time. And you just got to find the middle, the middle ground. Like me and my boyfriend spend pretty much almost every night together. And if he wants time alone, he tells me or I tell him, you know, whereas, you know, you need to be giving your partner adequate attention, you know what I mean? And you need to... Loneliness is one of the worst feelings in the world and, and people often go look for attention in other relationships. It's just not good for you. You know, humans Humans are supposed to have their little, their little partner. I mean, you don't have to, but, you know, you always want someone there. You want someone to talk to. So giving you just need to give someone attention, whether it's just 10 minutes of your time, an hour of your time. Just hop off that video game and give your girlfriend a cuddle for 30 minutes and she will be stoked. All right, I've, I've got no problem if my boyfriend's jamming Minecraft for freaking three hours, but as long as every hour he comes over and he makes sure I'm sure make sure I'm okay, make sure that I'm fed and I'm living. Most of the time, I just chill in the bed and, and and watch TV or something. But I am also a gamer, so you know I'm not one of those girls that <laughs> you know. I always see those those um, videos on TikTok where the girls are like, "Oh, does everyone boyfriend do this?" But I I game, so I understand what it's like to just smash a, a game for like hours and hours, but. You know, that's just me, I guess. Um, so yeah, and and attention is also affection, you know, and and your and your sexual life together and all of that sort of stuff. So make sure you're always giving your partner what they need, also looking after yourself. And the next thing is loyalty, which is obvious. Um, you know, if you're loyal, I'm loyal, a hundred percent. And it's so funny, even when someone will put a sign in my face like I'm not loyal, I will still be loyal till it's over because I don't, I don't find not being loyal, like I don't like not being loyal. And that sounds so, that was so hard to get out of my mouth just then, but you know what I mean. Like, even if you're doing me wrong, I will still be a good person because 
I don't like to stoop to your level, right? You know, like be the bigger person. I'm, I always try to, if you're giving me all these, all these um, signs that you're not being loyal to me, I will still be loyal to you just because I like to come out on top. Not, not in like a, not in like a, I want to win sort of way, but just a, just to come out of the relationship and then they have literally nothing bad to say about you. You know, you never give anyone ammo to use against you. <laughs> I'm probably sounding like a psycho right now, but you're getting, you, you know, I'm getting to know you guys, you're getting to know me. So now you're going to learn a bit more about how my brain works. And now we're just going to hop into the last key thing in a relationship and that's compromise. Now, this is, this is so big for me. Everyone, you know, you always find your own pattern. So these things that I'm saying you don't have to do in a relationship these are just things that work for me and eventually you'll figure it out and if you haven't been in a relationship that's fine don't stress um but compromise is one of the biggest things because you know you have to meet your partner halfway you can't sometimes you do have to you do have to go more than them and sometimes they come further for you you know you have to sometimes you will have to step out and and give them that extra extra time, extra attention just because they're going through something and that's okay. But it's so important to compromise because if, you know, if, if I want to go out on the weekend, but my boyfriend wanted to spend the weekend with me, what I'll try and do is I'll try and figure something out. So if you wanted to go see a movie on Saturday, I'll be like, okay, well, how about we go see the movie and then I can go out, you know, or let's do something else. Like, let's do, let's go out for the movie on the next night, you know, or, you know, you, d- you don't want to shoot down their idea and you don't want to be like, no, you can't go. You know, if you want to go do something with your partner, but they've got plans, compromise, work around it, find something, you know, and understand that you have to meet them halfway, you know what I mean? Or even just the full, you just have to make sure that you're on the same page and you need to sometimes come together and figure out how to get around the problem because there is nothing worse in a relationship when people don't believe in compromising, okay, because you have to compromise in a relationship. I'm sorry. You have to compromise in most things. Friendships. When you have a child, you, you, you know, when the kid is screaming and screaming in the shops and you're like, oh, don't, you know, and it wants this lolly and wants this lolly and you're just defeated. And you know what? You have to compromise. You have to give them the lolly. You have to be like, okay, you know what I mean? Like you have to find light at the end of the tunnel. So if one of the biggest things, if you're going to take anything out of this is please practice compromise in your relationship. I know it sounds super weird and you probably don't hear this very often, but you know what, like, your your significant other should always feel like it's they're having enough attention, that, you know, they're valued and then everything is equal. I'm sorry I went a little ramble there, but I really, you know, compromise really does mean a lot to me. <laughs> All right, now we're going to jump into the honeymoon phase. <laughs> so, the honeymoon phase. We love it. I love the honeymoon phase. Some people don't like it. I think it's great because you're just obsessed with each other. You know, you're just... You're just over the moon. And I have people ask me how me and my boyfriend still stay in this honeymoon stage. And we've been together for seven months, which is not going to sound like a lot for some people, but we are still pretty obsessed with each other. You know what I mean? Like we don't, I feel like we're still in that honeymoon phase. And the thing is like you choose whether or not to leave the honeymoon phase. I know that sounds super, super dumb. And you're probably like, what do you even mean? But if you stay, and if you stay and try and, do things that that improve your relationship. If you're doing things together that you you and if you're growing in the same direction, you will stay in the honeymoon stage. But it also doesn't work for everyone. So you know, me and my boyfriend are very similar. So we kind of grow in the same direction. We know what we want, and we're going to get there together. Whereas you know, some people, some people just grow up and they're with their. And it's okay not to be in the honeymoon stage anymore. You know, it's not. There's nothing. 
your relationship's not going to end because you're not in that honeymoon phase. It's just that, okay, we're back to normal. Like, I, you know, you're my boyfriend, but, you know, I've got this and this and this to do. So you choose whether or not. And what, what I like to do is me and my boyfriend go away quite regularly um, just for, like, a night or a weekend. And I, obviously I'm very, very lucky to be able to access that and go and do that and have the money to go and do that. And some people don't. So even just find little things to do, like, Go on a picnic or just something spontaneous to keep, you know, keep things alive and, and just thoughtful, thoughtful gifts. You have no idea. Like, I don't value expensive stuff. You know, I do love a good designer item or something like that. But if I would rather, you know, my partner come home with, like, my favorite packet of... If, if, if my, my boyfriend came home with, like, a packet of mint slices, I would be over the moon. Over the moon. So, yeah, just little thoughtful gifts. Even, like, it doesn't have to be big. It can be bringing like bringing something that they love like a can of soft drink or you know whatever whatever you think will put a little bit of I don't know brightness and happiness into the relationship just do it and you know just just go on regular date nights make sure you're giving each other attention and you know long relationships last with the with with the right person you know when you're with the right person and that sounds so corny that like you know long relationships last with the right person but you know if that's your person and if it's not. And sometimes at the start it feels like they are and then towards the end you're kind of just like, oh, hmm. And, and that, that honeymoon phase cloud goes away and you start to understand. You're like, oh, okay, you know what? And that's really – that if you can pass – like there, there's this weird stage between the honeymoon stage and just a normal relationship where like there's this weird like rut. And if you can pass that, it's pretty much all good from there, as long as you keep working at it and looking after each other. Anyway, I've been rambling and rambling and rambling, so I'm going to try and wrap this up relatively soon. But, you know, I just want to talk about how relationships shouldn't feel like a chore. You shouldn't wake up and be like, oh, I have to go and see my boyfriend. I have to go see my girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't feel... You when you you should want to hang out with this person. If, if, if hanging out with them feels like something you don't want to do and it feels like a chore, it feels like homework, then, like, don't do it. If, you're gonna, if you haven't listened to my second episode, go watch it. Little plug right there. But the second episode all is all about self-care and, and not... And I'm reading a book right now. It's about um, not giving a F-U-C-K about other people um, and what they think. So it's a really good book. So once I finish reading it, I'll recommend it to you guys. But, yeah, so, you know, it shouldn't feel like a chore. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing things you don't want to do. And if you feel like your relationship is becoming a chore, you need to sit down and talk to your your person and just be like what's going on I need I need help and just once again be honest and also another thing all right this just pops into my head I this is gonna trigger some people probably and I'm sorry if it does and I don't mean any harm by it but I hate the term other half or when people are like you're my other half you're my other half you're my you know like I get it and I get the concept but you should never be half a person when going into a relationship. I hate that. You know, you should be two full, complete people completing each other. If that makes any sense. Like, it's hard to hard to put into words what I'm saying, but I hate when people are like, oh, you're my other half, you're my other half. Like, you should, you can't be looking for yourself in other people. You need to look at yourself, be like, yeah, no, I'm a full person. I love who I am. And I'm not saying that you have to be, you have to be, you have to know who you are in order to be in a relationship. You can be in a relationship whenever the hell you want. Don't even listen to me. But... Just make sure you aren't, you're not looking for a reason in another person. You should be the reason and then that person compliments you. You should be like wine and cheese, you know, when you drink wine to compliment the cheese or however it works. I'm not a wine drinker. But yeah, you need that. That person should compliment you. They don't make you. You make you. Okay? That's that's a big, 
big underline, big red underline under that statement. Okay. Um, yeah, just be okay with being by yourself. Relationships aren't everything. Honestly, they're just this big trend at the moment. And, you know, relationships have been around for freaking thousands of years. But just know that if you are single, it doesn't make you any less of a person. And if someone says to you, oh, you'll find someone, just look and be like, I don't want anyone. And I'm sure they will immediately feel so terrible for what they just said. All right, we're almost at the end. So I'm going to jump in quickly and talk about that uh, that questionnaire poll thing that I did uh, with males answering the questions that I did. So, yeah, let's. I'm going to try and explain this as the best I can. I'm not really good with statistics, but hopefully this makes some sort of sense. So I sent this to 17 guys here on the Gold Coast, and this is all their answers. So the, the answers are either yes, no, or sometimes, and then some of them are short answer questions. So I'll, I'll elaborate if they are short answer questions. So the first question was, do you make the first move on someone you're interested in? So 52% of them said sometimes, and then 47% of them said yes. So... You know, men, you don't always have to make the first move. Sometimes I actually am a, I actually like making the first move sometimes to show that I'm interested. It depends on the type of person you are, really. Um, the next question is, do you insist on paying for the first date? And 88% of them said yes, and then 11% of them said no. So I don't really, you know, obviously that's super self-explanatory. Um, the next one was, do you prefer the honeymoon stage? This kind of links into what I was talking about prior. So... 41.2% said yes, and then 23.5% uh, said no. And then 35.3% said sometimes. So this actually really surprised me. I honestly thought there would be way more yes, because uh, I always hear people talking about the honeymoon phase, but yeah, sometimes they don't really, they're not really too fussed, I suppose. Then I asked, what is the most important thing to you in a successful relationship? And nine people said trust. Three said honesty, three said loyalty, one said chemistry, and one said communication. So once again, trust is a massive thing for a majority of these boys. And I would just say a majority of people, you know, I think trust, even in friendships and everything, is really a big thing. Then the next question was, do you think having sex regularly is important? I was very surprised by some of these answers. Nine said yes, three said no, and five said sometimes. So... There you go. I really actually thought it would have been a bigger percent yes, which is actually crazy. Um, then I also got a short answer for what is an immediate red flag. A lot of people said um, cheating and not being honest, like lying about kind of where they are. Um, a lot of people actually said being nasty to other people, which is, I agree, I don't. When If I'm with someone and they're like really rude to a waiter, instant red flag, I'm like, nope, don't like you. Um, uh, two people said asking about past sex lives, so they probably don't like that the, the girl might be jealous about it. Um, and a lot of people said, yeah, just the way they present themselves, if they, if they, they want them to work on themselves and do personal, personal development, which I think is also really important. So some of these answers are really, really lovely, which I really enjoyed. Um, and then uh, the last question I asked was, do you care about how many sexual partners your significant other has? Now, I've been in relationships where this has been a real problem, so I wanted to see what, you know, most guys thought. So, six people said no, and then six people said sometimes, and then four people said yes. So, I think, yeah, it was pretty equal between no and sometimes. So, yeah, they were all the answers. Hopefully, that, that made sense. Probably didn't. I probably did it really poorly worded. But, yeah, it was. I, I actually did this for my own kind of benefit, um, just to kind of research this, and then I wanted to pop it actually into the into the episode so you guys could kind of see the answers and see 
what we're working with, I suppose. But yeah, I, I was really surprised with some of those answers. And if I would have predicted most of these, I probably would have gone wrong, which is which is crazy. Anyway, guys, that's enough rambling for me. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode as much as I did love making it. As I said before, there probably will be a part two and three to this little series, this little love series. So if you like something from this episode, please shoot me a message on my Guidelines for Life Instagram and let me know. And recommend this episode to people who need it, 100%. And yeah, I'm just going to leave you like I always leave you. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day or night, wherever you are in the world. And you will hear me in the next episode.